I think we should build a wall over Florida before we should build a wall over Mexico. You are listening to the Pod Full of Sunshine podcast recorded live straight out of Florida, where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public. So grab your orange juice, dump in that champagne, cut you a slice of key lime pie, and get ready for an hour of crazy, off-the-wall stories from the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Greg and Diana. Man, I hope we can like bring it like we brought it last week with our... We had a good week last we week. We did have a good week. We were awesome. Do you think we can do it again? I think we can. I think we're amazing, and I think we have what it takes. We have what it takes. Uh. Hey, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Podful of Sunshine. I'm Diana. Greg's drinking his beer. Let him swallow. Greg first. here. What's <laughs> up? We are a comedy news podcast that discuss all the fucked up stories that come out of Florida. And beyond. And beyond. Florida's pretty amazing, though. You got to like it. You got to back up from that microphone a little bit. What are you doing on your iPad there? I was just getting everything situated. Some Clash of Clans? No. Greg's been playing Clash of Clans with the boys. and uh, I'm a level four. It's not very good. He's all about that. Clan, Town Hall 4. Clash of Clan Life. I want to go say Clan Life and then realize that's probably not the right words I want to use. Gang Life. Clash of Gangs. Clash of Gangs. How was your week, Greg? Well, great week. Wonderful. Boys were off from school. Had a good week. Got to enjoy some time with them. I'm sure I'll be sick of them in two weeks, but uh, right now, they're good. It's nice that they're home during the day. I really like it because I know where they are. It is nice for them to be home. I know how they're doing. Yeah. I know they're not getting in trouble that I know of. You know they're not getting out of their pajamas. Or brushing their teeth. Nope. The other day I came home and I was like, when was the last time you all showered? And they're like, hmm, I don't know. That's the uh, wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> wrong answer. So, yeah. So you probably should take a shower. Take a shower. Now. We also had something exciting happen this week. What happened? I don't, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Really? Because you did it. Oh, yeah. I booked our trip. We booked our spring break trip. It's so far away. But our 2020. some days away. 280 some days away. We're not going to tell you where it's go- where it's is because we want it to be a suspense. So you have to come back next week and uh, listen and find out where it's going to be. Fuck that. We'll just tell you. We're going to London again. We'll be in London for three days, four days. And then we'll, we're also going to Dublin, Ireland. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. We'll be there for three days. Oh, my God. Ireland was like number one on my bucket list. And we're finally fucking going. We got it. If we don't die before then. Yeah. We, we're not going to. <laughs> I always worry when I book a trip i'm like oh man i really hope i don't die before this trip and the best part is we get to go to london again and it was probably cheaper to do it this way anyway yeah i feel like if you're listening and you know that we've been to london let me just say i am an office coordinator slash project manager so i don't make a lot of money greg is a server he doesn't make a lot of money no but let me tell you something folks it doesn't take a lot of money anymore to go over to Europe. It used to be like, if you go to Europe, you're rich because it used to cost like $1,000 a person just to get over there. Well, that's kind of what it probably costs just 
I mean, we could have gone on a cruise and we would have paid just as much, if not more. But we got round trip tickets from Tampa to London and back. And then we got tickets from London to Dublin and back. All for about $1,900. That's so fucking cheap. And that's the only reason why we've been able to go. Because, like... I'm very savvy when it comes to looking at it. We're super cheap. And we know, like, last year, I think we flew to London for a little bit over 1500 And th- mind you, this is for all four of us. So this four is people. for four people. And that's fucking cheap. It's like $400. Uh, it's like $450 a person for every flight we take this this for this break break so we're taking flights to tampa to london and then london to dublin and then dublin to london and then london to tampa all for about 450 dollars a person you we couldn't even fly to denver for, i remember looking into denver flights and it's like 700 dollars a person it's like why is it less expensive to go to Europe now than it is I don't know to places in the United States and then I had looked into going to New York City because my brother lives there and I thought that would be a fun little trip because I I still want to bring the boys to New New York City but for all four of us for round trip it was like 1200 we basically added 300 more dollars Two hundred more dollars, and we were flying to London. To London, direct flight from Tampa. Yeah, I feel like the direct flight's the way to go. There's other, other flights that like have layovers at JFK or in Germany, but not cheaper than the deal that I got. But still not cheaper. You get that direct flight, and especially on the way home, like you want to get home. You don't want any goddamn layover. You don't want to spend a hundred dollars at a restaurant at the damn. JFK or LaGuardia or wherever, any airport, anywhere. And, you know, it's $100 is being generous because we have two kids we have to feed, too. And I have to drink. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think I remember one time when we were going to Maine and we were flying into Portland and we had to lay over at JFK. JetBlue, great airline. I love it. Love JetBlue. But unfortunately, they don't have direct flights. But we dropped. How much money did we drop between our layover because it was several like hours. $150, I think. $150 just on the layover between eating and drinking. And then I held Blake for, or Gavin, one of them, for an hour plus sitting on a runway while we were just waiting to take off in an airplane. Just held him forever. JFK is the worst. I mean, it was great. I just, I felt like I held him for five hours straight from like the time we took off to when we landed in it. And my body was like, I couldn't even move. That was miserable. You know, the, it makes it seem like a park that if they're two years or younger and they can sit in your lap that you don't have to pay for them. You do pay for it. You I pay th- for it. I think it was Gavin I actually held. Yeah, Gavin, you rat bastard. I held you for like five hours on a plane one time. Oh my God, we sat on that runway forever. That was miserable. It was miserable. Stay like, away from JFK. But anyway. give us drinks. If I could drink a drink anyway while I was holding Gavin, I couldn't even move. <laughs> Direct flights are the way to go. They are. Hey, because they get you in the airport. Yes, and you're done. And because, like, when you're excited for a trip, the last thing you want to do is just hang out in an airport. There was one. Uh, well, I feel like on the way there, you get hyped, and you're, oh, man, we got a little layover here. We're gonna get hyped up. We're going one more flight away to where we're gonna be. Cool. We're gonna drink it up, man. I think the that's cool. But on the way back. You just want to get home. Yeah, at the that way point. back is just like, uh, 
Okay, let's get home. We were going to go on a cruise at the very first week of January in 2020, but we ended up canceling it because it's the second semester of middle school. And we have taken the boys out of school when they're in elementary to go on trips. But elementary school and middle school is like a whole different ball game. It really is. He starts a whole new set of classes with brand new teachers. So he would have missed the first six days. That's a lot to miss. That's a lot to miss. That is a lot to miss. So we canceled that. And then I think Greg and I have had the realization that maybe we're just for the time being cruised out. I wouldn't say cruised out, but I feel like it's not your best bang for its buck anymore. Maybe, maybe it is. You still get a lot of good opportunity. You get to eat for free. You get, free sunshine i mean <laughs> well all sunshine's free and i mean it's a nice way to travel to the caribbean or wherever you're gonna go you get to see a couple different places it's but a pretty nice thing. hospitality here's the thing though like we are freaking like platinum members on carnival cruise lines we've been to pretty much every place that with well, the exception of the panama canal but we like have been to Hawaii or anything like that, or Transatlantic. Well, that's not. But that's Carnival does some of that stuff, though. Yes. But, but, but yes, we're, we we've done it all. So we were like planning our spring break, and I'm like, when we got back from London, I was like in a post vacation depression, and there's just so much of the world I want to see, and so now we're gonna see a little bit more. Well, I don't know what we'll see in London. We'll be there. I like the city. I've Got to get a Byron's burger, the proper hamburger the proper hamburger and um and i want to stay in the country so i think when we come back because we, we fly back into london and over there for a day it's probably it's more like Half 17 hours or so we're there so i want to stay in the country even if it's just like for a little bit in the evening afternoon see maybe some cows or some horses because <laughs> you can't see that in florida or like sheep or, or goats sheep. or whatever they have over there yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what I want to do. And close to the airport so we can sleep in a little bit and not have to. I was so worried the last time we were over there that we were going to miss miss our flight. You know how I'm so I'm always the guy that's like, man, you got to be there three hours in advance or your two. Ted Mosby. Yeah, I got to be. That's the timeline. <laughs> that's what you got to do. So. All right. Well, you know, let's move on. Let's move on. So I was talking to a girlfriend, and we are talking about the best advice we've ever received. Oh, wow, yeah. So I'm going to tell my story, and I want you to think of the best advice you've ever received. I don't know if I really have a good story, but I'll have to think about it. All right, well, you think uh. about it. Okay, so my story is, this is when I was living in Maine. I was a senior in college, and I wanted to get the, I hated my job. I was I a senior in college? Yeah, I was a senior in college. I hated my job. I hated that I was in Maine. Like, I just wanted to move. But as with any big moves, I was scared. And so I was on a cruise down here in Florida. Ooh, Florida, yeah. It was the last night. So you know the last night of cruises, people go big with drinking. Oh, I bet you were big going big. Oh, I went big. Yeah. I was with my dear friend Romano. She also went big that night. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so much fun to party with. So I met this guy. It was towards the end of the night. Like, I think the bars had shut down. And that's late. He was drunk. I was drunk. And we were having those drunk heart to heart moments. And so I was saying, I'm like, I don't want to go back to Maine. I hate my job. I just want to move to Florida. And, but I'm scared. Oh, yeah. 
And you know what? His, he said the most simple thing to me, which was the best advice I ever received. He's like, don't be scared. Just do it. I was good. Yeah. He was drunk probably. Yeah. But I'm like that random stranger who I couldn't even pick out of a lineup. If you showed him to me, he like made a difference in my life huh. by saying those simple little words. Don't be scared. Just do it. Hmm. Well, now I feel like like I don't even have a story. I wish you would have told me in advance so I could have gave this some thought. Like your story is really, really a good story. <laughs> like it gives really good. Oh man, it's really good. Like you don't even know who the fuck this guy is. You don't know his name. No. And you're just like, and he gave you good advice. Great advice. Well, it's funny because my friend, um, she had quit her corporate job and she's corporate, <laughs> corporate, <laughs> and she's following her passion she's uh going to massage school and she's teaching yoga now and she's like i'm about to teach my first yoga class and i'm scared shitless and so i told her that story and i'm like so in the wise words of this drunk stranger who i don't know who he is don't be scared just do it i like it um so yeah i don't have any story to give you for like my best advice um maybe i'll get back to you next week Yes. How about you give that some thought? Because I, I really like yours, and I really want to think about mine. Because I don't want to. I don't want to let this person that gave me my best advice ever out. Like I want to think it through, and I want to see like, hey, who is this dude or girl? It could be a girl too. Could be a girl. Yeah. I mean, it could be a little bit of anything. So who knows? So. Yeah. Well, you think about that for the next week and get uh, back to us, okay? I will. So, um, listeners. I'm getting back, get back to you. And also, I want to hear what your best life advice was. So email us, podfulofsunshine at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at podfulofsunshine. There's no E on the end of that. And if you do email us a story, we'll send you a free bumper sticker. Yeah. S- send us a story. We send you a sticker. And we'll also read it on air. On air. Oh, do you want to be podcast famous? <laughs> We're so famous. Yeah, we are. Super. <laughs> Nod. But. But um, yeah, send it, send it out. So you know how last week we talked about that lame ass cake, the frog cake. Oh yeah, I think I sent you something else, didn't I? I don't know. Did you? Or maybe you sent it and I said the same sent story. <sighs> I hope it's the same thing because I haven't even looked at it, but. This is a damn shame. You failed us, Walmart. I mean, it's Walmart. It is Walmart. And that's your first mistake from ordering a cake from Walmart. So the headline is, a family receives a graduation cake made of styrofoam from Walmart. Let's uh, listen to the story here. I really wanted to send this to you, but I knew you had me a beat already. You should have checked your inbox. When Nava received her high school diploma, she wasn't the only one beaming. It's mom's big day as well. It's not just mine. This is my baby. This is my baby, and she was graduating, so it was very important to me. Marcy oh Flores God, tended to every my last detail exactly. for the party. I wanted it to be perfect. But Wait. when she went to pick up her daughter's cake the morning of graduation, she had a snag. They didn't have her order. They didn't have anything ready. She says that Walmart lost her order for a two-tier graduation cake, but they offered they to give them order. another Two-tier. free Jeez, of charge. Of there was a small blue one, which is her school color so i chose that one um and they said they'd put a couple of graduation things on it and her picture flores thought the party was back on track but when they went to cut it that night another problem i go to cut the cake and 
It was not budging. Her sister Nellie took this video as they attempted to cut it when they realized it wasn't cake, but styrofoam underneath the frosting. It was probably I display. Was that's what I'm thinking. All right. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I get out of it. It was display. It was and a they... display cake. The Walmart employee doesn't know. Like, you Well, can... how do you not know? Some of these cakes, though, were like, I saw a cake yesterday that came out looked really good. But it looked like almost like rubbery, the icing. I was like, man, it looked just almost it looked like great. What great cake. I can't even think of. Well, you can't have at a grocery store like a cake on display at all times because that is a big like product loss because you can't guarantee someone's going to buy it. So you keep one in the back and one on display. And so maybe someone bought the one in the back. And and how are employees supposed to know it's styrofoam? Especially Walmart employees. I mean, yeah. Man, I read this stat, and it's ridiculous, where, like, damn, I wish I had it. Where Walmart makes, like, so much money a minute, but they can't pay their employees. Oh, man, damn, it's ridiculous how much they make a minute. Like, Walmart. And they pay their employees shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah. it's just, Wow. I did see a thing where they are going to soon be offering services where they will not only deliver your groceries, but come into your house when you're not home. No, thank you. (laughs) And put them away. It's like, Walmart, we know how much you pay your employees. No, I'll put my own groceries away. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's it's crazy. I mean, well, it's a business. Everybody's in to make money. But But, uh, don't be fucking greedy. Corporate America, I'm looking at you. And all these people came from Arkansas. They can't. You guys came from nothing. Um, I've been to Arkansas. Um, he knows what you're like. Yeah. So, we love Taco Bell. We don't go there very often. Yeah. Do we love Taco Bell though? I haven't been there in forever. I do love it, but I like their fire sauce. I I just. It's been so long. I just don't like where the Taco Bell is where we live. I just feel like it's, it's not user friendly to get into. And I just feel like, yeah, I would never go there. I would just make my own tacos. I would. I want their fire sauce, though. I like their fire sauce. It's good. Don't they have those, like, they can just grab yourself? Like the little packets? Yeah. Yeah, we go to Taco Bell, just grab 100 of them, Diana. Just grab them by the handful. Yeah. Well, this story comes out of Texas, I think. No, I'm sorry. It comes out of Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. If you live with sudden chalupa cravings, there's a good chance you also live with the comfort of knowing that you can satisfy said cravings at your local Taco Bell, just about whenever you need to. So it's understandably shocking, if not alarming, when the chain somehow runs out of tacos. But is the sudden taco outage an emergency that warrants a police response? A Louisiana woman thought so. On Monday, a hungry customer... At the Slidell, Louisiana, straight up called the cops to report the restaurant had run out of both soft and hard shell tacos. What do you serve? Just taco salad? When Taco Bell runs out of tacos, hard and soft, what the fuck are you going to... What do you sell? Oh, you shut the fuck down. So the Slidell, I could be totally butchering the name of that, um, tweeted, we can't make this stuff up. Somebody called in to complain that the Taco Bell on Goss Boulevard ran out of both hard and soft taco shells. I'd be pissed. While this is truly a travesty, the police can't do anything about this. No, they can't. No. I mean, sorry that um, 
we ran out of hard and soft tacos. Your but, manager should be fired. And and back to Taco Bell. Um, if you live in South Florida or the Tampa St. Pete area, I saw on my Facebook feed or today that um, they're opening one up somewhere in St. Pete with, on the beach. I guess there is one on the beach, or they're remodeling it, or they're going to start selling alcohol out of this Taco Bell. So really, that's a game changer. I'm not real that sure where it is, and I can't find it. I can't find it on my Facebook because when you said it. I just don't remember who posted it. That's the problem. If I knew who posted it. All you got to do is go in the search and do Taco Bell St. Pete. Mm, okay. Whatever. Anyway. So for next week, that's also your follow-up. Yeah, so, so you have advice and the St. Pete liquor yeah. selling Taco Bell to that's follow up. That's great. On. I mean, a good deal. Yeah. I, like a slushy with booze. That's a, like margarita, a, a margarita slushy. It's like a gold mine. If it's on the beach, I mean. Sold. Um, did you hear that Apple made a new announcement this week? No, I didn't hear that. I'm shocked that I didn't hear it. I've been busy at work, really working hard. You have been working hard, and our family appreciates it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so does Ireland Didlow didn't. So we are Apple product whores. We got Apple everything. It's a great product. They have great uh, customer service. Probably at least $3,000 worth of Apple products. Oh, my God. Plus, at least. Plus in this house. No, I'd, definitely more than that. Uh, and one time, this is when iPhones first came out. I think I had the iPhone 3. I literally dropped it into the ocean. And then do you remember what I did? I came home and I... Yeah, it was in bag, a bag. I was like, oh, well, here, if you take it apart and put it in rice. So I like, you can't take an iPhone apart. But I sure did. And then I couldn't get it back together. So I brought it to the Apple store with all the pieces in a Ziploc bag. And he's the guy's basically like, what the fuck did you do? And I'm like, I made a mistake. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I see that. And so he's like, well, a new one will be like $200. I'm like, I don't Which actually is pretty good. Which, yeah, I was like, sold. But these then he ended up giving it to me for free. These days, a new phone's like $1,000. Well, it was... At that point, like an older model oh, yeah, iPhone. Not. So anyway, we love Apple. However, here's one thing I'm not going to pay for. Apple unveils a $1,000 pro display stand. It's a computer stand for $1,000. Twitter has said, no, thank you. It's probably pretty cool. Let me tell you about it. On Monday at the annual developers conference, Apple announced a professional level monitor. The Pro Display XDR, which is a $5,000 32-inch Retina 6K screen that boasts a long list of high-tech features that normal users don't even need, well, the stand to hold that is 1000 The price of a brand new iPhone. No, thank you, Apple. Like, what the... If you buy a $1,000 computer stand, that's a sign. You have too much money. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, all you got? It is a sign, but we're walking around with $1,000 iPhones. But it's a phone. It's a computer. It's everything. It is everything. It's not something to hold your phone. I mean, just remember when we were kids, we didn't have shit like this. No. Um, kids are lucky. I mean, we... Kids these days. I remember the... Okay. Okay. That hurts my ears. Don't do that. But you get the, th the sound of it, right? Yes. You mean... That was the sound of dial-up connection. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, you ready for, to dive into our dilemma discussion? Oh, let's do it. A Netherlands team was right, and she was so depressed about it that she chooses to end her life, so she was legally euthanized. I, don't know that, I didn't know that was possible. Wow, that's either. really sad. I'll read the story really quick. Is this off of Reddit? This is from the New York Post, but I've seen it a few other places. A Dutch teen who was sexually assaulted at age 11 and raped at 14 chose to end her life because she just couldn't take it anymore. Noah Pothoven, 17, who lives in the Netherlands, wrote in a now-deleted Instagram post about her heartbreaking decision to stop eating, leading her to death Sunday. Love is letting go in this case. Maybe this comes as a surprise to some, given my post about hospitalization, but my plan has been there for a long time. It's not impulsive. The teen explained that she was suffering from unbearable pain. I will get straight to the point. Within a maximum of 10 days, I will die. After years of battling and fighting, I am drained. I have quit eating and drinking for a while now, and after many discussions and evaluations, it was decided to let me go because my suffering is unbearable. This is my decision. It's final. I breathe, but I no longer live. Oh, wow. And it wasn't clear how the teen died. But the Netherlands apparently legalized euthanasia in 2001. And the year that Pothoven was born. Oh, that was the year she was born. But she sought to end her life that way last year. But she was rejected. The country allows children from 12 through 16 to kill themselves with permission from a parent. <laughs> I'm time out like as a parent. No, I'm not giving you that permission. That's really a rule. And if the doctor agrees that their suffering is unbearable, the euthanasia will continue. At age 17, children no longer need their parents' consent. Her mother told the Dutch newspaper, we wanted her to choose the path of life. Oh, well, she didn't. A year earlier, they refused to give her permission for euthanasia because they thought she should complete trauma treatment and that her brain should be fully developed before making such a decision. Well, at least she was like stuck on killing herself oh. like at least she wanted to do it yeah i don't know i mean like, she was like my... yeah i want to do this and then like a year later i still want to do this so yeah but here's my dilemma discussion part is i don't think euthanasia should be legal just because you're depressed i get it's, yeah, it's a bullshit of but excuse. i i don't know i don't know like i feel like I feel you like if you are terminally people. ill, yeah, you then you allowed. should be allowed. But just because you're depressed and severe depression is happening to you, I don't think... Because I always feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel oh. when there's depression. But then again, you look into... This gets deep. But, I mean, you, you look into these people that just shoot up schools and they're fucking depressed. What Maybe, maybe if they had that option... Ooh. Maybe if they had that option to be able to just, like... Cut I don't the cord, think so. but but I, I agree. I mean, that's just kind of opening up a box. But I mean, because those people aren't so much depressed as psychopaths, right? Um, I did read the book. Oh, I forget the name of it, but it's by Dylan Klebold. He's one of the Columbine shooters. His mom wrote a book, and he's he he got killed, or is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's dead, and but. He lived a normal middle class life and showed no signs of. De- <clears throat> showed no signs of depression. I mean, not that you have to show signs of depression because depression comes in many forms, but I feel like the law, enabling people to 
legally euthanize themselves because they are depressed. I don't think that should be a law. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. But I feel like, yeah, I mean, if you're depressed, I mean, you should be able to seek help. Though in that in this case that the story that we read, I just feel like she was very persistent about what she wanted. So I feel like, and that's where I do have like conflicting because she was consistent for years. But it just doesn't seem right either. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. And if you are a parent that are, whose child is between twelve and sixteen, and you sign off on letting them kill themselves, shame on you. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Shame on you. Unless they have. Of course, are terminally ill, but yeah, I wish that was something that America had, like legal euthanasia. Who's that doctor? Doctor, begin with an S. Mm, I know who you're talking about too, and I can't think of it. Hold on, we're gonna Google it. I know there's listeners out there yelling right now. Euthanize doctor. Skavorkian. Doctor Skavorkian. Yeah, I think that is the name of it. Him. Yeah, him. Now, he did, like, mercy euthanasia, like, where you are terminally ill and you just can't take the pain anymore, and you know the end's coming. So I feel like that should be legal, but I'm not quite sure that a depressed teen should qualify for legal euthanasia. Yeah, probably not. So, I mean, but this is the world's evolving. But this was legalized back in 2001, so it's not like it was that long ago. I, I mean, that was a long ago. Almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh. Well. That's depressing. It is depressing. You know what's not depressing? Listening to podcasts and getting paid. <laughs> That's a great... I love that, Diana. That is the most fucked up transition, but I'm going with it. And they use this in the real, like, radio, too, and, like, this is how they do it. <laughs> But just wait. Just wait. So I've been listening to podcasts for years. And if I got paid for every podcast that I listen to for every minute, man, the amount of things I could buy. And you know who pays you to listen to podcasts? Podcoin. If you haven't downloaded Podcoin, shame on you. I haven't downloaded it, but I will today. Shame on you, Greg. And when you download it, use the promo code SUNSHINE because you'll get three extra bonus pod coins. Ooh, three bonus coins. 300. Ooh, 300. That's a deal breaker. That right is there. a deal yeah. breaker. And you know what that pod coins can go to once you accumulate enough? You can buy Amazon cards, Starbucks. If you want, you can donate to charity. You could even get flights to your favorite cities. I don't think that's an option. But hey recommendation podcoin make it to yeah you can earn points towards flights maybe maybe you get oh. a little rewards rewards yeah so again cool. podcoin download the app it's the only podcast player that pays you to listen it does pay you to listen and don't forget to use that promo code sunshine sunshine how impressive is it that i just wung that out of my ass and i didn't read anything Pretty impressive. I'm kind of impressed with myself right now. I do that a lot, though. That's what I do at work. That's what you do for a living. I so, don't. <laughs> I win a lot of things. All right. Well, now that we are done talking about the joy of PodCoin, promo code SUNSHINE, download it. Today. Today. Let's move on to O Florida. 
Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. All right, Greg, you want to go first? I do. Let's go. Let's go, as the boys would say. So this is out of Tampa. Put your head up. Actually, Valrico. A man remained in jail Monday on manslaughter charges resulting from what sheriff officials described as an act of foreplay gone wrong. I hate it when foreplay goes wrong. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Andrew Charles Shinsolt, 23, was being held in jail in lieu of $50,000 bail. He's accused of shooting Paloma Williams, his girlfriend, about of about two weeks on May 26th in his house at... 10,035 Grand Canyon Drive in Valrico. Sounds like an apartment. 10, Sounds like an apartment That's address. That's a weird number for an address. 10,000. Are you sure it's not 1,000? It is 1,000. Okay. Not that it matters. Yeah, but. it doesn't matter. It sounds like an apartment address. Anyway, sheriff deputies received a call about 12.39 p.m. that day. They arrived to find Williams, 24, in a bedroom. A gunshot wound to the chest. Wound? Yeah, one wound to her chest. According to arrest affidavit, <laughs> our listeners love when you say that word. By yeah, the way. they hate it. <laughs> no, they love told it. Told them he and Williams had been using a nine millimeter Taurus handgun for sexual gratification and arousement. What Deputy, makes you think that using a gun during foreplay is a good idea? Well, that's what they think. Deputy said it was an activity they had engaged in on prior occasions. In the two weeks, good lord! Yeah, they were, must have been really feisty. They're fully clothed and seated on his bed. What? They're fully clothed and seated on his bed. <laughs> Shinshu says she first rubbed the gun along his body, then he did the same to her. When the gun was pointed at her, her chest, he says she grabbed his hand and the gun went off. Ouch. As the emergency personnel tried to re- revive her. Revive her? Yeah, I revive her. That's what I said. Her <laughs> Shinshu collapsed, according to the affidavit. He and his girlfriend were taken to Brandon Regional. She later died. Well, that's shitty. That puts a damper I on mean, things. So you're basically doing foreplay with your gun. I mean, I don't know where you're sticking that thing or... or like, what if he was, like, putting it by her Yeah, I pussy. mean, he could have just really... Yeah, so um, who knows? But the guy's on, I guess, got arrested on manslaughter charges. At least it wasn't murder charges. At least he might get out in a couple of years. I mean... But shit, that's what a way to go, man. Ah, damn. Damn. Hope she was aroused. I hope she got where she was going before it was all done. I doubt it. I doubt it too, because it was just foreplay. Yeah, maybe it was really good though. Foreplay. Maybe. I'm not gonna. My parents listen. I'm not gonna talk about foreplay. Yeah, that's a good idea. People listen. This is our rated G. (laughs) For definitely not rated G because we say fuck a lot. PG. Rated 17, mature. Mature listeners only. All right, my story. This story comes from St. John's County, Florida. A Florida man has been arrested after deputies say he fled a traffic stop and then called 911 to brag about it. This guy (laughs) is a douche. Let's listen to this story. St. John's County deputy say they pulled over a white car for a broken taillight. Before the deputy could reach the driver, he sped off. An hour later, they got a call from Nicholas Jones. I like ran from a cop like, like 30 minutes or an hour ago. Like, what do we pay you guys for? Like, I've driven past four cops. And what do you mean you ran from a cop? 
I mean, he turned his lights on me and got behind me, and as he was walking up to my door, I did a donut around him and left. The dispatcher tracked his cell phone, and Jones's name popped up, along with an outstanding warrant for a probation violation. Deputies later found Jones shopping at Ross. An employee who was working at the time told me she saw deputies bring him out in handcuffs. They say they also found drugs in his car. Okay, that's all we got to hear. Basically, this dumbass ran from the cops and then called 911 and said, what are we paying you for? Like, since I've run off, I've passed four cops and none of y'all have pulled me over, you dumbasses. Yeah, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> yes, he is. I mean... And then apparently when he um, was captured... They let him know, like, you do realize you basically turned yourself in because we pinged your cell phone and found out where you are. And he just laughed. Yeah, what an idiot. He was just maybe wanting to get arrested. What's your next O, Florida? O is from Florida. They all are. We have 10 of them, by the way. It was a busy week. Sometimes we don't have that many. Sometimes we don't have that many. Sometimes it's a struggle to find some. In some weeks... So this is um, out of St. Pete, Florida. A uh, woman threatens to use two machetes at St. Pete axe throwing business. There's an axe throwing business? Apparently. Man, we have everything down here. She clangled two machetes together, proclaiming, I've killed over 100 people with these. <sighs> That's how witnesses described the chaotic scene at St. Petersburg axe throwing business early Friday night. It's called Axe and Ale, and it's right behind Ferg's on Central Avenue. Oh, I'm sure this is lit, too, if it's behind Ferg's. Ferg's is like the bar. What makes you think having a machete (laughs) axe business right next to a bar is a good idea? I mean... it's Florida. That's why. This bar is right next to where the Rays play, too, but Ferg's... I know a couple people from St. Pete, and this is where they go. This is their deal. Anyway... Anywho. It's the latest rage at bars. For a fee, you and your friends can rent a lane and hurl an axe towards a big wooden target. Boy, sounds like fun to me. It does sound like fun. No, it does not. I mean, for like one or two throws, it's kind of like going to Top Golf. I mean, you're just throwing an axe instead of throwing golfing. Up to the microphone, I mean, so He's trying to act it out. I mean, you're golfing at Top Golf. Got it. And so, I mean... Yeah, this is probably not a good idea. Not either, a good idea. So anyway, um, for almost a year, they've flown thr- through the air at Axe and Ale in St. Petersburg. So basically, when she got there, she asked if it was the lady who loaned out axes in Michelle Simpson's owner business. So yeah, this lady showed up and she was like, Ready to kill someone. Ready with to machete. kill somebody. And she with said her. she killed two people with a machete before. Over a hundred people. Oh, over a hundred. Dang. She must have been on some. There's no way she killed over a hundred people. I mean. I mean, you never know. Where did all the? We don't have a hundred missing people. Looking. Don't we? Well, maybe there are. Of course, we, there's well over a hundred missing people in Florida. You think so? Absolutely. Wow, that's scary. People are missing. Then I guess. Yep. Well, she the owner calmed the situation down, so it's good. Oh, well, thank God for that owner. And maybe you should move it away from a bar. Yeah. My next Florida story is, the headline is, a raccoon is spotted hanging out of a car window on a Florida road. 
It's quite common to see a happy dog hanging its head out of a car window enjoying the Florida breeze. Oh, Rosie Bear likes that. But what about a raccoon? A video taken by a mother and daughter during a Sunday afternoon car ride shows a raccoon sitting in the lap of a driver and poking its head out of the car window riding next to them on the road in Citrus County. How do you know it's a raccoon, though? It could be just hearsay. There's a video. Let's take Well, a- maybe it's not a raccoon. No, it's a raccoon. I'll post a picture on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, that'll make you follow us because you're just probably like, this is bogus news. You think this is not true, but follow us at Podful of Sunshine. Come on, look what she's holding. Look. <laughs> what is she holding? See, oh, look, there's a still picture. Definitely a raccoon. Oh, that could be a German Shepherd. Really? No, that's definitely a raccoon. Definitely a raccoon. So a guacamole-loving gator crashes couple's date by Florida Lake. This is out of Gainesville, Florida. A hungry alligator crashed a picnic date by a Florida lake and gobbled down an entire bowl of guacamole. Tella Fort had planned a picnic Thursday for her friend Trevor, or her fiancé. Fiancé. Ooh, he's more than a friend. Trevor Walters at Lake Alice before Walters was to leave for the Marines. Oh, he was about to go be a Marine, serve his country. Hoorah. They were shocked and ran away from the blanket when the animal sprinted on the beach. What were they doing under the blanket? First it ate a block of the cheese, then some salami, half a watermelon, and a pound of grapes. Walters said the worst part was watching the gator consume a big bowl of guacamole. I mean, that is a travesty. He says the reptile devoured it and the bowl as it well. It what? Devoured. Uh, devoured. I'm like, what word is he trying to uh, say? Devoured. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little slow. I <laughs> only graduated a, uh, the fifth grade. You did not. You graduated high school. Knock it off. The man wanted to scare the gator away, so he made himself look bigger, spreading his arms and making noise. The gator crawled back into the water. Wow, dude, you were big. You badass. And that's the end of the story. All right. All right, my next Florida story. The headline is, a drunk Sarasota charter boat captain held passengers captive for 12 hours. Sarasota police say on Sunday, June 2nd, five passengers joined Captain Mark Bailey and his first mate, Devin Cassell, on the charter boat Double Marker. The group departed Sarasota at 6 a.m. God, that's early. For a 12-hour fishing trip. Well, I mean, when you leave, when you're not coming back for 12 hours, I mean... You gotta leave early. Yeah, you do have to leave early. According to statements given to police, Captain Bailey was drinking numerous beers and was heavily intoxicated while driving the boat. When they were about I don't think that's legal. It's not. When the, they were about 60 <clears throat> miles out in the Gulf, one of the passengers asked 15-year-old Jason Relamo to go to the second deck and grab a beer from the plastic bucket that was next to the captain. The captain told the kid to put the beer back. The teen thought the captain was kidding and kept going. The report says Bailey then grabbed him and ripped off a chain that was around the teen's neck. An argument then ensued among the passengers. The report states that the group tried to continue on with their trip, but the mood was sour and Captain Bailey continued to drink and do the cocaine. What's up with this guy, Captain Bailey? He was really... He was drunk and he was doing coke. He was really into it. Yeah. The captain then called up 25-year-old passenger Chris Joffrey. Joffrey? To come and speak with him, and the captain reportedly said, 
I have a gun, and if I want to, I will put a bullet in each of your heads and leave you out here. Wow, that sounds serious, too. At that point, we're all kind of waiting for something horrible to happen for him to come down those stairs with his gun. After the passengers pleaded to go home, the captain reportedly continued drinking, God, and took out a 9mm handgun and fired six to seven shots into the air, because that's safe. Well, at least it was in the air. At this point, I was thinking this is going to end really badly, and I think we're all trying to strategize as to what we could do, where we could hide, where we could go, how we could stem the confrontation that was about to ensue. I'm running inside and I'm ducking, thinking, oh, I can't get shot today, said Jason (laughs) Rolamo. The captain appeared to turn around and head to shore, but the passengers soon discovered that he was just driving in circles, and they were able to use the compasses on their phones to confirm it. When a passenger pleaded with him, the captain reportedly responded, No, I can do this as long as I want to. I do this for a living. Eventually, when they got within cell phone range, the passengers contacted Sarasota Police and the U.S. Coast Guard. After Bailey was arrested, he kicked the rear door of the Sarasota Police cruiser, and he's been charged with boating under the influence and resisting law enforcement officer. World's worst boat trip. You know, I always think, like, I would love to go out on a boat, but, like, we want a drink, so we want, like, someone to drive us around. And that's probably what these people were doing. And, and this guy just wanted to be a he's, drinker. He's like, hey, I want to party, too, and let's do some cocaine. Yeah, man, he was a, a bad boat captain. Bad boat captain. What a jerk. He didn't even get you married or anything. What? Boat captains. Uh, Why would mar- he get you married? That's what boat captains do. Is it? I. Oh, okay. What's your next one? <laughs> I love some of your most random comments. Let's get a boat captain and get married. Okay. All right. So mine. <laughs> it looks like this is going to be a longer episode, but hey, last week's was long too, and it seemed to do us just fine. So. All right. Well, this is out of Florida. Well, Okaloosa Island, Florida. Authorities say two Florida burglars thought they were clever when they used a blowtorch to break into an ATM machine, but they never hit the jackpot. <laughs> Instead, the burnt, the burning heat actually welded the ATM hinges shut. Okaloosa County Sheriff's officials say video surveillance shows two surveillance. male suspects entering the boardwalk at Okaloosa Island on Friday. <laughs> That's what it is. One was armed with a crowbar and appeared to serve as. Lookout while the other took the blowtorch to the ATM. Instead of cutting the ATM with the blowtorch, authorities say the would-be thieves welted the metal parts shut and the pair left with nothing. This is a prime example of watching movies thinking, I can do that, and then not really realizing the logistics of it all. Because, yeah, a blowtorch isn't going to open it. It's just going to weld the metal shut, you dumbass. You idiot. You idiot. Yeah. All right. Volusia-ish. All right. My next story comes to us from Daytona Beach. The headline is, Naked Man is accused of attempting to sling urine at officers outside of a Circle K. Well, if you're not going to do it at Circle K, where can you do it? The man who has not been identified showed up naked outside a Circle K store in the 200 block of Main Street, shouting and trying to get in. Staff inside managed to lock the doors to protect themselves and customers. 
They may us accused of urinating on the doors. Police officers who are in the area moved in as the man aggressively walked towards the officers, yelling and refusing commands to stop. They said the man then tried to sling urine on them. How do you sling urine? Like, was he trying to piss, or did he, he put like something that, like, just taking your wing and Maybe sling it around? it back and forth. I don't know. Another officer came out from behind and got the suspect on the ground at one point deploying OC spray to gain control. Ooh, he took care of him. Yeah, he got that. So, stop slinging urine, sir. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Do it right. What's the right way to sling urine? I don't think there is a right there way. There is no right way. There's no proper way. All right. Well, let's move on. Oh, Cheers. actually, I got one more. Oh. Hudson man pours salt on feet to ward oh. off evil spirits at Walmart. There are lots of evil spirits at Walmart. Gavin's been waiting for this story, too. <laughs> Gavin's just sitting on the couch watching us. So a cute. Hudson man is behind bars after deputies with Pasco Sheriff's Office says he trespassed a Walmart hoping to ward off evil spirits. Damon Cantrell, 38, entered Hudson Walmart. No coincidence, his name sounds like Damien, which is like devil, right? Am I right? You are right. (laughs) You'll get that on the way home. Or maybe on the walk back. But anyway, Damon, 38, entered the Hudson Walmart on June 2nd, pouring salt over, over the floor and on his feet to ward off evil spirits. A Walmart manager told deputies Control that Control. Today, Junior. He then proceeded to leave the store and lay in the small wooded section of the Walmart parking lot. He was also previously charged for trespassing Walmart, and he was arrested and then taken to the detention center. He should probably stay out of Walmart. Yeah, this guy um, seriously doesn't like Walmart. He doesn't. I mean, who does? No, I don't. Not a big story there, though. I mean, but that's crazy. Florida news. Who does this shit? Florida man. All right. He kind of looks like... He he doesn't look like Ninja Guy, but I feel like that's something Ninja Guy would do. We have a guy who we call Ninja Guy, and he just stands on the corner and does karate and yoga. You know what I'm sick of about Ninja Guy? Every day, and not every day I go to work. Say I go to work at, in the morning, sometimes I see him, or sometimes I go in the afternoon. And sometimes he'll cross in front of my car at the crosswalk, and he always gives me the dirtiest he look stares. and grills me. He's, well, I just want to just like yell at him and be like, yo, dude, chill out. But he I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm afraid of him. He, He's um, scary. Well, he could totally kick your ass. He's in great run, shape, but over. he has like brain damage. I think someone posted a video. Like, this is they, hearsay. No, no, no. It's not hearsay. Someone did an interview with him and posted it on Facebook because I remember someone sent me the link to it. He's nuts. I mean, he has he's always dissonant. But he's harmless because he used to live way down the road, so we never had to worry about him. But now he lives in our neighborhood and is on the corner, like where the kids like walk to school. So when I first saw him, I called the cops. I'm like, look, I know you're aware of this guy. I was like, and I'm sure he's harmless, but I wouldn't be a good parent if I didn't at least call and check out what the situation is with him. And so a sheriff called me back. And was like, we know who you're talking about. He's harmless. All he wants to do is exercise. And we've never had an issue with him being violent. So I was like, okay, that's all I wanted to make sure of. Yeah, he's weird. Well. 
He is very fit, though. I like when he, he climbs fit. on top of our like subdivision sign and does like his moves up there. Yeah. All right, let's move on to sports. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this story came across my Twitter timeline, and I thought it would be a good little discussion. So this guy, a pitcher, was close to throwing a no-hitter. They were up 4-1, to one, I believe. There was no men on base, and they, there was one out. The guy up to bat, bunts to be a dick to ruin his no-header hitter. What a jerk. Hold on, let's listen to the, let's listen to the video. Matt Lipka runs a bunt up the first baseline. Fielded by Bode, he's going to shuffle the first base, won't be in time. Matt Lipka bunts his way on to finish off the no-hitter. And they are booing Lipka. And apparently it's a nice way to get on base. I like it, though. I mean, do you like it? Because I mean, that's, I been, that's been like the debate of Twitter. People are like, well, it's baseball. You got to do what you got to do to get on base. It's small ball. I mean, but yeah, it's 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 shitty to lose a no hitter that way. But maybe you should have thrown him out. But that um, apparently caused like a bench clearing brawl. I could see the I could see the them being pissed i personally feel like it's a pussy ass move like you're just being a dick but it's i mean but is he being a dick not many people can run out a bump like that like that was impressive that he ran that out that's not many players can do that so i mean i don't know i feel like it's a dick move majority of twitter though thinks it's baseball so is fair game Uh, i'm fair game i'm in the minority you've been to baseball games of late Baseball games are weird. They are weird. Do you want to talk about our new, is the, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, the new Bucks guy, Suh? A dominant, Gavin, how do you pronounce his name? Never mind. Um, <laughs> what? Adamakon Sue. Adamakon Sue. He's that guy that um uh, years back, I think, Tried to either step on Aaron Rodgers' neck or um, Matthew Strafford's neck, and he was just a real. He's a, he's always dirty. been known as a dirty player, which is fine. He plays defensive line. You should be a little dirty. So he's now part of the Bucks. He is, and they, and the thing about it is, they cut one of the most beloved Bucks of the last eight to nine years, um, Gerald McCoy, so they could sign this guy. He used to come in the Bahama Breeze and tip his servers great. I'm always great with charity in the neighborhood. Just cut the guy. And funny thing is, he was drafted one pick after this Sue guy in the draft when they got drafted. So they cut him, which wasn't a big thing about. Um, That's not what we're talking about. But You're anyway, to the point we're running. But anyway, this is what happened. Straight. So this is. That's that's crazy. They, they would cut somebody, that guy, just to get this okay. dirty player that wore the Rams gloves to his. His pitcher with the Bucks. I guess he probably didn't have any Bucks gloves then. They didn't fit him. I, I don't know. Let me explain this for our listeners since Greg didn't. So, how do you pronounce his name? Nahamagansu. Yeah. That's not how you pronounce it. Um, so, he showed up to get his pitcher done, like his official Bucks portrait, and he's doing, like, you know, the pose. And if you look really closely, you see a little Rams logo. 
Because you're right. He did. And I just can't believe no one caught that before that. But leave it to Twitter to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame. Hey. He, he's a good addition, though. I think he's probably better than McCoy. But he's a good addition. So the Bucks, maybe they'll, their defense will be gooder this year. Gooder? Better. And um, good news, um, McCoy signed with um, the Buccaneers' rival from Carolina. Oh, good. Go get him. He's, that's why he signed with him, because he could play the Bucks two years, two times a year, he said. I like it. Yeah. I like that ferociousness. So. Hey, so I know you're not huge into WWE, nor am I, but when I was younger I was. Do you remember Marty Jannetty? I don't. I really didn't follow it too much. I guess when you followed it, I was more of the like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is before Stone Cold Steve Austin. He used to be tag team partners with Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid. Mm-hmm. I know who he is. So I one time got taken. My dad, God love his soul. I mean, he's not dead, but my dad. I love him. He brought me to a wrestling thing because I was obsessed. And I got Marty Jannetty's autograph. I have no idea where it is now. But he had the most beautiful, and he has. He's not dead either. Has the most beautiful blue eyes. But apparently, he's a sex addict. And he went on a rant on Facebook. Poor guy. Because he's old and he's still on Facebook. WWE legend Marty Jannetty has claimed he betted his sex addiction counselor and has been on a 60-day bender in an online cry for help. Apparently, on Facebook, he posted a picture of his sex addiction counselor, who's fucking hot. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, his Facebook post wrote, You all know I play on here a lot, but I'm about to be real. I've been partying way too much lately, possibly every day since WrestleMania. I don't know, but I need to stop. But it's just hard. My personality doesn't allow me to be bored. For me, going from 350 days a year on the road and over 100 beautiful ladies per year, it's impressive, to living in the backwoods Alabama right now and only doing shows on the weekends, what the hell else am I going to do during the week? Drink, smoke a little plant, possibly throw up a little powder, and then have sex with the neighborhood girls. But it's got to stop. I'm not working out right. I'm not tanning right. I'm not studying film. <sighs> Hell, I ain't doing shit but drinking, fucking, and waiting for the weekends. I'm embarrassed at my own damn self to go do events in front of people looking like a pale, white, fat pig. <laughs> well, first of all, dude, what kind of events do you do? I mean, that you need to train for. Well, he does weekend events, and you got to, I don't know, do what wrestlers do, study film, mm-hmm. I guess. I know Roderick Strong. I don't know if he studies film. Maybe he should. But he posted the picture. Let me find the picture of his fucking, supposedly. Like, I don't know any psychiatrists, sex addict people that look like that. Well, that's weird. And if you look like this, we will post this picture on our Instagram page and you're a sex addict therapist, Poor guy you that's need trouble. to find a different job because when you look like this, you cannot be around sex addicts. At least put some clothes on. She's blonde, big boobs, skinny, beautiful, everything you don't want in a sex addict therapist. She looks just like Diana. <sighs> I'm not blonde. <laughs> See what but, I did there? Yeah, I did. All right. You had another sports thing that you bookmarked on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just a sweet thing. It's more sports sports or 
Don't Worry, Be Happy. It could be a little bit of any of these. So let's check it out. I mean, let's see if we can uh, listen to it or just let's do it. So. So basically. And we are asking Canadians to trash talk the Golden State Warriors. You ready? Trash talk. I would not do that against anybody. Canadians don't do that. I love Canadians. Trash talk the Warriors a little bit. Trash talk. No, 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 no. We are polite. We are Canadians. <laughs> I mean, they're a great team. I don't think I can trash talk them. I think they're in the finals for a reason. Why would I trash talk them? They haven't done nothing wrong to me or my team. All, I, all I'm saying is everybody's playing right. So if they want to win, they better play better than us. That's all I can say. We're talking to Canadians. Quick question. Are, is that actors doing the, or are those actual people? They sound like actors almost. I don't know if they're, but it sounds so Canadian. Oh my God, I love Canadians. God. America's, Americans, we're so fucking rude. Uh, it's hard to trash talk the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they would be destroying this team if they had all their players, though. But, I mean, you have to play with everybody. If your yeah, guy's hurt, yeah. you can't. I mean. All right. Let's move on because we are already over our allotted time. Ooh, the Rays are up 3 nothing in the second. Ooh. There's your sports update. It was a home run, I think, by some guy that I don't even okay. know. Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? WTF. WTF. What the fuck? So I'm just going to do this story really quick because, like I said, we're running low on time. An Indiana teacher awards an autistic boy the most, quote, annoying male trophy award. Well, that's real annoying. What a fucking dick or bitch or whoever. A school district in northwestern Indiana has issued an apology after a special oh, a special needs teacher at that who should know better awarded an 11-year-old autistic student a trophy naming him the, quote, most annoying male of the school year. First of all, red flag. Let's change the award because how can any parent or student be happy to be called the most annoying That's student award? That's point. Let's change the award here. Like... This is just fucking common sense. And this is why I don't think like, what makes you think this is a good idea? Like when you're filling out the spots for who should get what award, at what point do you say, hmm, most annoying? Probably not a good idea, especially when we're teaching special needs children. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. The Bailey Preparatory Academy teacher gave the boy the trophy May 23rd during a fifth grade award luncheon attended by students, parents, and the school principal. Wow. The boy's father said his family was blindsided. We just weren't expecting it. I mean, why would you? As a principal or teacher, you should never let this happen. Gary Community School Corp. issued an apology to the boy and his family. Emergency Manager Morcus called it an unfortunate occurrence. No, you know what? Tripping and falling in front of a bunch of people, that's an unfortunate occurrence. Being a total oblivious bitch or asshole, whichever the teacher is, that's not an unfortunate occurrence. That's just dickhead move. Dickhead move. An apology was extended on behalf of the district to the family, and disciplina- disciplinary action was taken against personnel involved. Horrible. What the fuck? Like, like I said, what makes you think that's a good idea? It's not a good idea. Like, at some point when you're filling out these awards, there's got to be something in your head thinking... Stupid award. I probably shouldn't be doing this. Right, let's pick a different award. Yeah. There's a different award you could have picked. 
Like, why don't you just say class clown? Well, <laughs> that's sure another word. That for, that's that's code for most annoying. That's true. All right. That's only what the fuckery I have. Well, that's fine. We need to move on because we're running late. Let's move on to Don't Worry, Be Happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. So we only have one. Well, it's not a lot to be happy about about in this world, so let's continue. Let's continue. But this, I found on Reddit, and it's not even a don't, like, warm and fuzzy happy. Stop watching the baseball game. I will turn off that TV right now. I was just checking out Gavin. He's just a very handsome dude. You weren't? You were watching the TV. So, I found this video on Reddit, and it's a guy. I'm thinking he's Scottish. He's either Scottish. I just had to get that in. I forgot that I didn't he do it. He literally just made eye contact and waited for me <laughs> and then just did rub his beer against it. Yet either. Okay. Are you done? <laughs> you done? Yeah, I'm done. Can you tell me the last thing I said? He was from Scotland. Scottish. I said I didn't know if he was Scottish or Irish, but it's a dad. Driving with his son, kind of teaching him how to drive. And there's nothing more hilarious than listening to the kind, gentle souls of the Scottish or Irish, whichever he may be. There's also comments saying that he may be French. French, huh? Having road rage. Ooh, you ready for this? And I'm just going to say that this is a minute and 45 seconds, but it's worth every second. I'll I'll probably stop it earlier, but I just want to get to the one point. Here we go. Hey, thank you, eh? Arsehole. I can fucking look here. Piss off. Move your fucking arse. Twat. Careful, careful. You see the fucking head? Fucking bastard. He hits the window. Get my fucking tits to the dude. It's got the douche. I my hand. I thought my hand was going to be broken. He's mocking them. Hey. His son's dying laughing. Which way are you fucking going next time? <laughs> Keep your eyes open, bastard. <laughs> I'm actually crying with laughter. What are you laughing for? What are you laughing for? He's doing driving funny. too. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Fucking boop boop. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I watched this video probably five times and I was dying laughing. Boop boop. And fucking Blake comes out and he's like, Are you watching that video again? And I'm like, Fucking boop boop. <laughs> I'm going to try and uh, get this um, video on our, thing. on our Twitter page because yeah, check it out. I feel like the audio doesn't give it justice to watch 
the dad, especially when he like hits the window, he's like, oh, fucking probably broke my hand. <laughs> pop, pop. Fucking pop, pop. All right. Well. Well, we're uh, winding down here. Yep. Let's get to the point where hopefully the boys don't torpedo this some bitch and tell a good joke. Jokes with the boys. Boys tell a joke, whatever the segment's called. Gavin doesn't even have his joke yet. Boys! All right, it's jokes of the boys. Who's up first? Gavin. All right, Gavin, step on up. How do you talk to giants? How do you talk to giants? You use big words. You use big words. All right. Way better than last time, Gavin. You got to get up to the microphone, bro. Why did the forgetful chicken cross the road? Why did the forgetful chicken cross the road? To get to the other side, or no, to go shopping. No, not that either. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Blake. I like it. All right. Well, Well, that wraps up another episode of the Podful of Sunshine podcast out of Florida. Tampa, Florida. Lakeland, Florida. Um, We'll see you guys next time. You're supposed to say follow us on Instagram at Podful of Sunshine at Twitter at Podful of Sunshine, no E. You can email us. Email us your best advice. Podful of Sunshine at gmail.com. Well, that's what you do, so I wouldn't want to say it. You can also download the Podcoin app and earn 300 bonus Podcoins. Use the wow. code word Sunshine. There you go, big fella. Yeah, big fella. All right, we will see everyone next week. I always feel like I forget to say something at the end, and here I am again forgetting it. Oh, you got it. We're good. Yep. All right, we'll see everyone next week. Have a great week. Adios, machacho. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Holler at your boy. Y'all come back now. Cheers.